0: Hi, Mark. Thanks for coming on the podcast.
1: Oh, I'm I'm glad to do this. It's good. It's it's it'll be fun.
0: Yes, I'm I'm excited. We we have so much to catch up on and talk about. We're we're already anticipating it's going to be a two parter, two part yeah, podcast. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, right.
0: Lot, lots of ground to cover. Lo- lots to 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 hear and and learn from you. Yeah. Uh, can Can you introduce yourself to to listeners?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm Mark Pollock, and married to Robin. We just this last summer celebrated our forty-sixth anniversary. Mm-hmm. So you know, just rack Robin back up into the the sainthood category there, and uh, very well. Mm-hmm. And so we have two two grown sons, both of which now live in South Carolina. So we about a year ago. Packed up our bags and uh, moved out here to South Carolina, and have been loving it. Really, I mean that that allows us to be with our grandkids, and who we just spent some time with our granddaughter yesterday, and it's it's beyond incredible. You you understand that grandpa thing quite well, Salan, and yeah. it's pretty pretty awesome. It's the best. Um, yeah, it really, it really is. So yeah, I retired about a year ago. I spent most of my career working as a mental health therapist, with mostly with that at-risk youth in a variety of settings: residential, subacute settings, and then in the last last number of years, you know, spent time working in the, in the correctional setting, and most of that time out at McLaren. I've got my McLaren marathon sweatshirt on right now. So just just to honor those days. But yeah, but we we decided to move up my retirement about a year. And we've moved out here to South Carolina and it's been amazing. I'm spending some time right now these days getting some training around becoming a spiritual director. And mm-hmm. that's been amazing and very, very helpful. The community that 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 I'm working through is just been so supportive in that, and that's just been great. So, What's yeah, that's the what, name that's, of that group. It's the Soul Soul Shepherding Institute out of Los Angeles. Bill and Christy uh, Gaultier uh, lead are the are the founders of that, and we. But there's you know training places back here. I go down to Georgia every you know few months. Uh, just outside of Atlanta and do, do a retreat, some retreats there. I'll do a couple more of those and then some online training and receiving my own spiritual direction and those kind of things. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's been exciting to be a part of that and and grow in that.
0: So, yeah. Well, what, what's one of the things that helped you decide to to do that? You've moved and then take on this other new thing.
1: Yeah, I I think you know. Our interestingly about that's probably been about five years ago. Our our good friend Gary Tribbett said, "Mark, you ought to be a, become a spiritual director." And I'd never even thought about it, and I I kind mm. of just even laid that aside mm. back in the day. Mm. And but I I think the the biggest thing that that I'm recognizing, and, and maybe through the and as I was involved in church leadership when we were still in Oregon, and just kind of recognizing the place that I'm at, the place that I, I, I'm afraid too many of us have been at is our 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 maturity around what it means to be a, a healthy disciple is short-circuited a lot of times and i i think mm. it the lord has just put on my heart more and more how do how do we help how do we as as the body of christ come around each other a little bit better to mature us to a place getting past some of the divisive canceling one another the lack of just you know solid maturity when it comes to Uh, differences i i remember saying at a retreat a number of years ago you know actually this was just before the month before covid was officially on um our our church went on a leadership retreat and i asked the question are we really united if we can't talk about the things that we disagree about Mm. and that we see differently and and still love each other you know kind of thing. So a couple of those things like that I think have been the things that have motivated or were behind some of the, my motivation for wanting to be a part of the answer to that and not just feel like I, I'm continuing to say, ain't it awful? And and so now there's this God's using my past experiences in both the counseling realm, as well as church leadership and and ministry, to you know just take the next step in this season in my life. And
0: yeah, he, nothing's wasted. He he he. Yeah, he uses yeah. our. I I haven't had a spiritual director on the show, so I know this isn't what what you came on here for. But I am really yeah. curious. I hope you yeah. can explain this a little bit. What would you say? Is like a key difference between mm-hmm. a, a therapist, mental health therapist, a pastor, and a spiritual director. Like, what, what, what? Yeah, what, what are you learning, and 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 how does that relationship or or that role? Yeah, what's unique about that?
1: Yeah, I I think uh, it, it, what comes to my mind first of all, and it's it's more it's more and not more than this it, it, is is about it's I'm I feel like I'm I'm learning to go to a kind of a whole new level around what it means to listen both both to God and to the person I'm sitting with mm-hmm. that that really although obviously listening is a key component to counseling and, and therapy um, but I think it's 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 centering around the importance of um, of of having a, a a partnership of three that you know myself and my the person i'm directing were learning to listen to, to what the spirit is saying in that moment and and my my flaw even as a therapist often was to be much too prescriptive and 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 of course in the in the mental health world often you, you know there there is a a diagnosis that has to come along with you know with the work that we do and that kind of thing and it this is staying you know away from kind of that more professional even guideline that we have to follow and and mm-hmm. this is it just feels much more and, and actually it's kind of relieving i'm i'm not there you know to fix anybody i mm. and and there's there's no you know take 2 of these and call me in the morning kind of deal it's you know let's let's be still um, let's be let's learn the skills of what it takes to to hear the voice of God in our own lives and that kind of thing so mm. it, it's it been and and I've i said many times that this journey that I'm on right now the training that I'm going through is um if it doesn't benef- benefit anybody else it's benefiting me mm. and the, the the work that I'm doing internally in my life so yeah I I hope that gives a pinch of an answer to Mm-hmm. what you're asking about a
0: little, a little bit but as okay. we talk more it'll be more clear too
1: yeah. yeah good yeah yeah yeah
0: the so 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 you're doing that training with the soul shepherding mm-hmm. institute yeah. and the but but it's neat that that uh a friend gary, gary Tribbett kind of spoke yeah. that idea or that uh, into your life like yeah and yeah. and it, it took a little bit of time for it to, mm-hmm. to to marinate yeah. but then yeah you, you made that decision and yeah so what still I, I like that listening and stillness yeah but then also skills um yeah. and it's that there's there's different parts to the process of maturity yeah yeah uh but before we get into into those because uh, you know you we we've got a a list of different things that that you're you you've you you've learned and and are, mm-hmm. are are helpful i want to go to the things that that you've seen that short short circuit you mentioned short yeah. circuit growth or or maturity and yeah. and maybe get in the way of of listening and stillness what what are you seeing mm-hmm. in in the the people that you're working with or, or just mm-hmm. you, you know as a pastor well yeah um, what what do you think are some of the the challenges people are facing with yeah. Their, their spiritual life their faith
1: yeah i i think that one of the things i i think especially in in kind of more the, the evangelical world that that i've been a part of most of my my adult christian life that we're, we're too as as important as doctrine is and you know, thinking and and understanding the scriptures correctly, we've been much too fixated on on our head knowledge, mm-hmm. and 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 even kind of downplay kind of the experiential both both internally and and um, amongst ourselves. We we are a little. I think, a little too cautious. There, there's a place for that. I, I'm thinking right now of just some concerns I have of, of friends of mine who are too caught up in the experiential. And so there is a balance in there. But mm-hmm. I, I think that um, al- allowing ourselves to... I, I think God has created us with, the, with a mind a you know a heart that a soul that is made for hearing him Mm -hmm. and we um this is part of the the practice of uh, what we've usually thought but when we try to discern the will of god or you know god walked me through this season of my life most of the time we've said well pray and read read your bible more mm-hmm. and and there's this lack of personalization of of me sitting down with with god as my father and experiencing his presence where it feels like i am just learning how that is a real thing that 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 there is this way that we can think about god how we perceive god and how we think about ourselves that helps us really experience the presence of god more than just kind of filling our brain with more ideas and concepts about god we we have we've heard you know people different people say we we have enough information you know how do we how do we put that information into into practical exercise, you know, with with each other, and allow ourselves to be in the presence of God more. Ex- and I'll go back to the word experientially, you know that there's that there is something there as as far off as God see, seems sometimes. Mm. Th- there is a personalness to Him as well, and I think th- I think the other thing that comes as I say that that comes to my mind. Is, is learning that God takes us through stages of of development spiritually, just like we mature as human beings emotionally and psychologically and that kind of thing. There's a spiritual process that I think most of our brothers and sisters don't fully understand that, you know, there's there's a place we come to there's there stages just like with, with in, in, in our human development, there's also a stages in our spiritual development. And I think we, most of us get kind of stuck in a spiritual, I like to think about it as like a spiritual adolescence. And, you know, we, we don't, we don't let ourselves kind of mature into that. Now that's a whole nother podcast,
0: well, that, yeah, right, right. Well, so, that, but you know, in in terms of like what what holds us back or or, or yeah. gets us stuck, what what are some of the the hallmarks of of uh, spiritual adolescence, or someone yeah, being stuck I, spiritually?
1: Yeah, I think I think we all get to a spot where where kind of the Sunday school answers don't work for us as well that there's there's you know the, the the good good foundational teaching that we get just just like in our in our families we we raise up our kids and, and early on it's it's necessary that things are pretty black and white that they're you know yet yeah, don't run out into the street you know these are the values of our home these are the things that we we believe but just like you know the the work of a of an adolescent is to start asking questions and to kind of make things their own I think in the church what we've done is said that um, we get to a certain spot and a and a a question comes up, Mm -hmm. you know, questions about, for instance, pain, you know, if God's a loving God, how come I'm going through this? How come I'm not hearing his voice right now? Or even some of the cultural questions that we, we are going through as, as American Christians right now around race or, sexuality or whatever it might be a lot of times i feel like we don't give ourselves permission to ask those questions and we and sometimes the church isn't a safe enough place and therefore we kind of get therefore we get stuck in that Mm but maybe even kind of pre-adolescent you know we we don't we don't you know when the when the questions we when the questions haven't even been raised yet and we just stay there but you know we somehow feel like we have to squish down those yeah but what about this <laughs> those mm-hmm. kind of questions that come up and so and so therefore we don't work through those things and we just kind of stay part of why why I think we stay as spiritually immature as we are sometimes
0: yeah it's for for leaders if you have well I'll, 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 let me take another start at that it's kind of paradoxical that that sometimes we hear that the sign of spiritual maturity is uh being comfortable with mystery and and yeah being okay with not having black and white answers so the, that's a sign of maturity mm-hmm. and but if you haven't gone through that process, then the questions of, of people in your congregation, doubts or hard questions, yeah, can, can be threatening. And so, uh, depending on the, the church or the culture, you know, is, is it okay to, to yeah. question? Well, yeah. to question God, to question the Bible, to question truth. Right, right. Those, yeah. You know, the, these are black and white things. Yeah, and uh so so i don't know pete uh P, um not being, having the freedom to ask questions mm-hmm. but then also not having good answers not not having yeah. realistic good yeah. answers for legitimate hard questions uh yeah that that that's hard and and sometimes folks experiencing that they come they they come to the the counseling center because they don't have those conversations in the foyer yeah. of yeah. their yeah. church or, or even in small group. And that, that's kind of, that's kind of where, you know, at least for me, the, the, the line between spiritual direction and discipleship and, and, and counseling, it, it it's, it's, yeah. it's right next to each other because it is affecting their peace, their anxiety. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's kind of scary like well when you go off on your own
1: yeah when you are are in a place where you feel like you have to bear this question by yourself Mm -hmm. or the circle is much too small Mm -hmm. of of who is bearing the question with you Mm -hmm. then then (laughs) you know i just i all of a sudden you know feel like you know a a balloon that's about to burst, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, that there's, that, that there's, man, it just adds to the, the, our, our brokenness when, but, and, and part of what, what I'm learning is, is the power of being known by, by God Yeah, but also by by one another, and and a practical example of that is you know like I said, Robin and I have been married for forty six years, and and so grateful for that. But she she knows my junk better than anybody else, and and just even this earlier this week, you know, in the midst of, of some of my junk. You know, her knowing that, but um, not being uh, her, still being at a place where where she can come and surround me because she knows that I'm not defined by you know behavior and actions. She she sees past that. She sees past my question. She sees past my doubt and fear and anxiety, and sees what God sees. And you know the power of that um, is really is really hard to, to to quantify to 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 say this is to to say how powerful that is is just really is amazing to me. Uh, and then to have then to expand that to you know friends that i have had you know and have that are those those are healing relationships and 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 i hope to be to reciprocate that as well in in the friendships that i have yeah Um, Yeah. so there's um that whole idea of of can, can we create even even if it's in a small community group can we create a, a situation in our lives where uh, our, our our that community where there's this whole sense of being you know safe and that kind of thing one of the things i was going to share today and, and we'll we'll just kind of get out of order here and, and dive in. It, but yeah. but, it's, but, yeah. but just listening to you know, over the years, some of you know Daniel Siegel and Kurt Thompson talking about. Um, I'm I'm not even sure if they they are the ones who originated this, but the whole idea of of being, you know, um, the the four S's around being, you know, get them out of order all the time, safe, secure, soothed. What's the other one? Safe, secure. Safe, secure.
0: I'm guessing scene. I'm not seen. sure.
1: I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it. That's it. Yeah, and and I and I think, and and probably that that's maybe even the most important thing, is is you know how do we, um. Hey, I'm noticed. I, if I see somebody at at my community group or at my and and you you know just seeing that they're having a rough week they don't have to say a word and to come alongside that friend and you know to to let them know that you know their circle is bigger than themselves mm. that there is there is, you know I love you know Galatians six you know you know it, in in part of the passage it says bear one another's burden and and then later on it says bear your own your own load and I had that explained once that bearing your own load is is kind of that that piece that you can you know you do have the capacity and we do have the responsibility to bear our own load at some point but then there's there's other times when I need you to come alongside me to say, "I'm with you. I see you. It's, it's safe for you to to be weak and to bear a burden right now. And um, you don't have to you don't have to perform tonight. You don't have to be a super Christian. You don't have to be. Your sainthood is not in question right now." you know you this you are secure and so yeah so the all all of that back to you know where where is where are the places that we are needing to grow in as the people of god and as us individually learning to to allow ourselves to to experience what it fully means to be community with one another. I love, you know, what you know John Mark Comer and, and others have talked about the, 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 the value of community is, is not just a, attending some place Sunday morning. You know, there's people, you have people in your life and whether that's a community group or just your circle of friends that have the ability to, to speak into your life, to surround you, to support you. And then it's safe enough mutually safe enough to if 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 it's appropriate to to be able to shoot straight with each other sometimes too you know that there's and and doing that in a compassionate way but not not hiding from the straight talk as well so
0: yeah yeah that, that, that that's so important yeah the, I love that, that that helping people realize that the circle is bigger than themselves. Yeah. yeah. When when you start to get overwhelmed with stress or depression, you just yeah. want to isolate yeah. and go inward. Yeah. And yeah. and when things get dark and and your circle is only yourself, that's your whole world. Yeah. And life does not feel good.
1: Yeah. And and moments. and put you into a. A cycle of, of of that hopelessness, you know that that yeah. um, that it's always going to be like this. Yeah, you know, in, in its worst case scenario, I, I think fortunately somehow, in the human spirit is able to, you know, often enough, you know, d- dig ourselves out of that. But that's that's still not the way we're we're made. You know, we're we're not made to, you know, be. It's not good that man is alone, (laughs) right? And you
0: described Robin like, I don't know if you were heading down to like a a dark place or a downward spiral, but she like didn't let you go there. Like she, oh, it was, it was wrapped, wrapped, wrapped you up, and and yeah, that's where you instead of like talking about being loved by God that you experience. Being loved in a very personal
1: way, and and there's and there goes back to one of the first things you know I was talking about the experiential reality, and and understanding that that God, God obviously speaks through the through the scriptures, and through, uh, church life and those kinds of formal things that we have, but God often speaks through us, doesn't he? To rob robin robin didn't even say a whole bunch she just moved toward me she wasn't she wasn't bothered by my my weakness you know now i'll be you know in in the reality of of that marriage or community life or circle of friends or whatever you know a little bit later on she she had to deal with her own anxiety around what i was going through and and that kind of thing and so the circle needs the the maturity needs to be then i need to be able to turn around and allow her to to deal with how she processes my anxiety my fears my worries and that there there you know needs to be that that reciprocal kind of thing this isn't just a one way you come and fill all of my anxiety and my needs and that kind of thing there's there's Mm -hmm. there's this partnership that we have in letting each other voice whatever we're going through at a given time
0: Can can we keep it here in in this marriage moment, you know, and just like trying to get as much wisdom as I can from you. How, how, how can couples do do that less defensively? Mm. Like how how would you encourage couples where, where the emotion, my emotions whether it's anger or upset mm-hmm. or frustration, irritability, mm-hmm. yeah. my my partner doesn't handle it well. Doesn't listen yeah. well. They get defensive, and vice versa. Yeah. Uh, and can you can you speak to that a little bit?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that first of all, um, uh, Robin and I don't do that perfectly. Very, you know, okay. the way there. We we I've I've said. You know, to her, and and kind of use this in in helping
0: others. This is not theory, then. This is real life. No,
1: (laughs) no, this is (laughs) this is. I wish I. I, Yeah.
0: When it goes well.
1: When it when it goes well, it's it's beautiful. There's been too many times where where we have gotten defensive and become pretty stinky with each other. Mm-hmm. over such ridiculous
0: things. Well, 46 yeah. years gives you lots of chances.
1: Yeah, there's, you know, we've, <laughs> so, you know, so. praise God for the 46 years. But I, what comes to my mind, what, what I started to say, what what happens, I think, sometimes I've, I've said to Robin, what, what I think, what you believe is too important to me. There's, and and what i mean by that is that if she has a, a different opinion about something a decision we're trying to make or um, whether that's big or or tiny mm-hmm. um, her difference sometimes is too important to me to and and i i have the in my worst moments the compulsion to, to convince her otherwise mm-hmm. You know, and and thus here comes the the tension, and you know it's not, and and that comes back to this this counseling idea of and, and the psychological idea of of being able to differentiate and be to individuate from one another. That there's that 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 healthy thing and this, this shows Th- up those are true.
0: those are two fancy words individually yeah, and I, <laughs> differentiate Can you, i i understand I, I think i understand what you mean I, yeah I, mean, I, I but can you flesh that yeah. out a little bit more i <laughs> i
1: yeah I, I i a very important i think you know marital dynamic is you know we we especially in the christian world we talk about you know and they became one flesh Mm. And mm-hmm. you know there the importance of that but then there's also this place for I need to be my own person mm. and when I'm secure as my own person, then Robin can can have a counterpoint to what I believe and I'm not threatened by that mm. I I okay. One, yeah. I'm a, I'm allowing her to be her own person too, mm-hmm. and again, this this applies in in church life, le, le, in leadership, especially or on social the,
0: media. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah. comments.
1: Yeah, like <clears throat> okay, I am not going to get triggered by that comment that you know that that honestly gets to me or you're in a, a church leadership meeting and we're not on the same page on a particular issue mm. there's so whether it's marriage working, working at, at an agency, as I did, you know, at several different agencies, they, no duh, there's going to be differences of viewpoint on things and I can choose to go to war <laughs> over each of those differences, or I can I can, you know, again, practice being my own self and and I'll, and 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 here's again, part of what I'm trying to learn in my own listening to God, listening to other people, that kind of thing is. the importance of learning to be a good listener and not get not get triggered into you know fixing somebody's point of view on something Mm -hmm. and 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 maybe maybe i'm the one that needs to have my point of view fixed on something Mm -hmm. so let me let me bring up this makes me think of i've been thinking a little bit about and i so i'm just processing this in my own head if corinthians 14 talks about eagerly desire spiritual gifts especially that you may prophesy i've inserted god give me grace on this but i I'm, first of all, I've started thinking about listening as a spiritual gift, and and is and so f- to clarify, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that that the scriptures have listed out all the possible spiritual gifts that that one, you know, the the, the people of God could have experienced throughout the history of the church. So. I'm thinking about listening because there I, I know I'm not the best listener in the world, and I've rarely experienced many people who I've sat down and had a conversation with, and I felt really back to being seen, back to being heard. Um, that, that there is that that's, I think that's something that the church should be asking for. Father, give me, you know, the Holy Spirit, give me the spirit of of being able to listen to my brothers and sisters well, that there's something supernatural even about that, that that could be a gift. And it it goes back to this idea of, of being able to individuate, being able to be my own person with somebody because I'm I'm really wanting to hear this other person's heart and being able to hear what what it is that's delighting them, what it is that's concerning them, mm-hmm. what it is that, that we have tension about. Mm-hmm. So that's applying to marriage and church life and my work life. Mm-hmm. You know, how do I listen to this person who has a totally different worldview than I do?
0: Yeah, I think... When, when we, you talked about like being safe and secure, like in mm-hmm. a relationship, when, when we are safe and secure um, and, and, and seen, like we see ourselves, like clearly yeah. we're, we're grounded in who we are, our identity, our values, and, and we're kind of settled, then we can focus on the other person better. If yeah. we've got all these insecurities and doubts and fears and bouncing around, it's very distracting to be present yeah. with someone. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe we're, we're, we're in a good place. They say something and it just shakes everything up. Yeah. Versus they say something and like, oh, that's what they think. That's what they believe. That's them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I don't agree with it, but mm-hmm. like, it's it's fine. <laughs> I'm not, th- mm-hmm. it's not threatening. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. And when 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 you say like asking to to listen, I I, I think listening is so vital to loving well. Like yeah. whenever we ask yeah. to love our people better, yeah. our our family, our, our our members of our church better, we we it involves listening better. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, and and it takes stillness. It takes slowing down to, to listen yeah. well.
1: Yeah. You know, one of, and, and again, maybe related to this, one of the things it, that I've been o- over the last couple of years have been thinking more about the term meekness, you know, what, what's it mean to be, to be meek. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate, you know, some definition that that has, you know, that I came across, and I think even en- Andrew Murray talks about the the you know the term meekness was used of of training a horse so that it has a a type of composure that when it gets into battle, it's it's you know the, a, a war horse back in the day. Mm isn't getting triggered by bullets flying by it or swords being waved and, and that kind of thing. It, it, it has a composure to allow its you know to do its to do its work for you know its rider. Mm-hmm. you know And so in the midst of chaos, you know blessed are those are, who are meek for they shall inherit the earth. I think Jesus is say, saying bless, and we think about it as as kind of a humility and even even weakness you know sometimes but I think what he's saying is blessed are those who are composed and it, I think that's another way of saying hmm. blessed are those who are secure in who in whom God has made them to be blessed are those who are who can in the midst of a hard conversation can can maintain their composure because you you're going to inherit some much better things mm-hmm. by c- holding to that posture than if you know oh i've got to convince somebody of of something and and i'm getting unsettled and <laughs> decomposed when I'm when I'm in a conflict with somebody, rather than being just still. And and you're right. It it goes back to one of the things I'm I'm learning in, through soul shepherding is um, my practice of learning to be still and to be quiet and and making that a part of a, a practice. Um, getting past the uncomfortableness of not having any noise on for extended periods of time, you know, and sometimes that's been, I can only do five minutes, but sometimes you have to, you, you work past that and God starts developing, developing composure and meekness in you because you're, you're getting comfortable with being still with him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I had a professor who shared that one of the most healing profound things in his life was to do like a silent retreat. Yeah. For like a weekend. And he yeah. just describes how hard that was like it was a- oh, yeah. agonizing at times. But this was before cell phones. <laughs> this was before smartphone. Yeah. I I think it's even more excruciating um more difficult to Mm -hmm. to be still and and Mm -hmm. listen to for god to god to to be undistracted for any length of time yeah i i sometimes encourage clients to do just just a half day
1: yeah
0: disconnected yeah for starters it's it's really difficult
1: yeah. Um, well, and, and again, back to, you know, listening to kind of the, the updated work that, that Comer is doing around uh, practicing the way, and he's ta- I just think of him talking about Sabbath, that thinking of Sabbath as a resistance to the culture, um, and that, that I it's never more true than in our, our time that, that whether it's sabbath or you know disconnecting from the noise and some of that is even christian noise oh for sure yeah yeah that
0: i like my that, podcasts like yeah playing <laughs> Yeah. I, I love,
1: yeah. love podcasts. I love mm-hmm. music. I love.
0: Oh, wait, we're on one. <laughs>
1: oh, no. Yeah. We're oh,
0: on right. one right now. Keep yeah, listening, disconnect. folks. Keep listening. Yeah,
1: yeah that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't don't turn us off yet. Yeah. No, but I, and all of those things are tremendous tools, but I, I would say the best gift that I, and it's a season I'm in, I'm in retirement. I don't have, you know, kids at my feet except when I choose to love on my grandkids and, you know, and that's, you know, that's, that's in itself, it's own great spiritual discipline, beautiful time, but I have the time to reflect and, and, and those kinds of things. So it's, it's been a a really helpful healing time for me, but Mm -hmm. I also am very sensitive. You alluded to this earlier that, you know, how do, how do you, how do you practice solitude and silence when you've got, you know, three kids running? I'm, I'm picturing right now, both in my, my kids' families and, and, you know, I think especially mothers who are, who are, you know, trying to do, um, you know, raise their little kids at home. How, how, how does that mom find silence and solitude
0: it's hard to, to find the time to take a shower um, exactly yeah yeah so yeah. so,
1: so I, it's it so all of this is you know it's resistance and and it's work it it, it really is work both to change there there's certain things that we just have to be open to thinking about how do we do this different hmm it, even within the midst of, you know, kids and career and uh, paying bills and, and my card, you know, just got flat or whatever it might be. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. That, that, like that. How? Like, yeah, you know, I, I, I wasn't kidding. <laughs> like, it's been so fun talking to you, Mark. Like, I forgot, like, oh, we're, we're doing a podcast. And Yeah. I, I don't know. We might, we might need like three or four epi- episodes to yeah. because yeah. It's, so, it's so good to talk to you. So may, maybe we can start digging into how next yeah. time we talk, but yeah. I, I, I'm just curious I, 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 as you describe retirement and, and, and going to South Carolina and, and, and you, and you have some distance and space from Portland. Mm-hmm. I, I, this is a little bit of a shift, and you're not prepared to answer this, but I'm what, I, I'm just curious, n- not to rip on Portland, but now that you're not here pastoring, you, you know, you mm-hmm. were ser- you were serving the people in mm-hmm. Southeast Portland mm-hmm. in Gresham. Wh- what are you What are you seeing about Portland now, now mm-hmm. that you've you've left? Like, mm-hmm. like what what are the needs of of the people spiritually? Mm-hmm. That, that you sir you served and yeah because because you know my wife and i we're, we're still here we're still trying yeah. to serve here in southeast portland yeah yeah any thoughts about that uh, as a pastor
1: yeah well first of all i as as almost seamless as the 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 transition back here has been and I'll, I'll say that minus some some family health things that I've mm-hmm. been going on and that that's been that's been difficult but we I, I just pulled up an old picture of being up on Powell Butte you know a couple days ago and a beautiful sunrise that I was at, had the pleasure of being up there as it a, as a hit. it just reminds me of my love for for Portland and 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 our our dearest friends, even, even though we we were developing some good friendships back here, our dearest friends are largely in the the Portland area or have some kind of roots in, in Oregon. And so, yeah, my first of all, my heart, my heart for the city. Obviously, it's it's not a secret that there's it's a a, a pretty divided you know city that there's there's some extremes of of beliefs that then again make it hard to you know find unity and that kind of thing and but it, it goes back to what we've been been talking about you know and that this is this isn't unique necessarily to portland because you know surprise surprise you know south carolina has you know, the, the same questions that are going on in Portland and, and maybe just not quite as headline news as happens in, in Oregon. But I, I think just being able to, uh, what we were just talking about, could, could we as God's people, wherever we're at, but be able to, to maintain that, 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 our composure when mm-hmm. it comes to loving people? you know that that god is god is at work you know in the lives of the, this person and can can my listening ear can my loving ear be attentive enough to walk with that person right where they're at just as i am without one plea you know can can we do that with the people god brings into our life you know and we know when i know when i experience somebody as we mentioned whether it's robin or a friend or a stranger sometimes that gives ear to my to my life there's there's a power in that 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 i wish we would would gather and that's the gospel too you know it's us living out you know how did jesus respond to people who were different than him and and rarely was that with a machete you know um he 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 loved on people very tenderly and wasn't threatened by their differences and that kind of thing so i guess that's my 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 heartfelt -er response to your question you know of it's 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 hard to see and hard to experience, uh, I think, especially some of the cultural things that we're facing. But, you know, God, God's not threatened by, you know, those those things. He's he's still, you know, a loving, compassionate God that, you know, wants to come alongside people that don't even know who he is yet. So.
0: Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So th- th- this episode, it, it, it's kind of it? teeing up a peace yeah. plan, a peace plan that yeah. you've been developing and working on. Yeah. Or yeah. it's just can, can you say, uh, say a little bit of, about uh the this this peace plan as kind of intro and then next time we we talk we'll dig into it
1: we'll we'll dive into it yeah Yeah. i i think with with the delight of of being retired um and i highly recommend that you know so yeah move up move up your retirement plan the savannah's oh for sure i I, I will
0: play i will play this for julie that's the plan (laughs) for
1: sure sounds good but i um but i think with with the time and i i on on one level it's given me it's I some of the things that I would use in the past like work or even church ministry to distract myself aren't there very much anymore. Even though I informally still do some of the things that that I did in Portland, you know, I it I most most days are my own and I have lots of time to, to think and process through some things. But that's what that has brought up is how pervasive um, my internal anxiety has been over the years. There's been there were a, a couple of seasons in my life mm. where I went through f- flat out anxiety attacks, mm. a couple of different oh, I pretty, didn't know that. Yeah. Pretty de- debilitating time, and in you know one one of those, I had been working at an agency for over ten years, and took a took a vacation, and the thought of going back, that there was a lot of it, the, the agency had moved into a fee for service kind of thing, and there was quotas, and I was taking work home every weekend. Just to get my paperwork done and all of those kinds of things.
0: Mm, lots so, of pressure.
1: lots of lots of internal pressure, and it was you know never enough. You know that that's the sense that I had. But mm. the thought of after a week's vacation of going back in on Monday um, paralyzed me. I, I was just like trembling inside. I don't mm. know. I did not even know how to describe that. But mm. I, I went in Monday at the time it was a community based program that i was in so i was going from home to schools and different places where kids were at and i just pulled over after a, a particular meeting i just remember you know calling up robin and saying i can't do this anymore mm-hmm. and i went in the next day and put my two weeks notice in mm-hmm. and 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 god you know got got me through that and and we you know but but that's that's the kind of thing anxiety has affected my sleep over the years that's largely in a better place right now but that's another place where it showed up and there was a season where there would be one night a a week or early on in, in kind of 40 mid 40s or whatever where i would There'd be one night a week where I didn't sleep at all. You're
0: just up all night. Yeah.
1: Up all night. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of the, the couple of big things that have where anxiety has shown up. But mm-hmm. even well, honestly, even you know, as as I shared with you a little bit last night, you know, just even doing this podcast, when I preach, when you know, I'm I'm doing something that I'm I become self-conscious about that and so the distractions that i have had had when i was working full time and doing ministry uh, a, a lot of attention given to that now that those are it i'm thinking about it less as oh my goodness the the my props are pulled out from I, i'm not thinking about it in that way it's i'm thinking about it as a season where god's gracing me with the opportunity to okay this is the time that you need to 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 deal with you know your inter, your internal work mm. is to to work on this anxiety and i and i think mm. uh, you know being able to pass that on to my to my sons and my grandchildren and their and my sons wives modeling how to have a peace plan that and that's what I'm what I'm there's probably some better term for that but that, that's what I've named it at this point is is just I just started jotting down some things that I I want to incorporate into my life not as a, t- a task or as a work or that kind of thing but just some concepts that I want to soak in mm-hmm. but I also want to be able to do some practical things. And, and some of that is what we were just talking about a bit ago around solitude and, and yeah. silence and, and getting away from the noise. So, yeah,
0: yeah. good. That's, that's good. So yeah. I, I'm looking forward to to digging yeah. into that with, with you, yeah. Mark. And so for yeah. listeners in the meantime, what I encourage you to to think about is mm-hmm. what, what are the things that steal my peace? What are, what are the things that are causing me worry and anxiety yeah. right now? Uh, it, and, uh, or, or insecurity mm-hmm. and, and self-doubt that those are yeah. my things. And yeah. oh, besides the plan, I, I am just interested in your wisdom as a father, you know, now that my, my children are young adults or not, 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 not too young. They're, you know, they're, they're, and, and, you know, even as you were describing that, I'm thinking like, oh, just like how much did my anxiety yeah. and you know, uh, what is it? Yeah, lack of confidence, insecurity. Yeah, how much that affected my parenting yeah. <laughs> over the years? Yeah. The dad I was, you know, and I was just like, oh man, like my, my kids know, <laughs> they know, yeah. like, yeah, their their yeah. dad, their 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 dad's flaws, but
1: well, here's here's so the it's grace. a lifelong, yeah. It, it, it's that's exactly right and <laughs> and we all we all all of us i mean if there's i can give some encouragement to the listeners that mm. that thankfully i'm i'm not at a season where at least today i'm not beating myself up over you know these insecurities we all Dude. we all are flawed we all are broken we're all have capacity for for redemption and you know, God, God healing the places in us that are, that are hurting in our, you know, aren't what we want them to be. And, and we're all at different places with that. And some people's work is more complicated than the next person's and, but hang in there, everybody, and keep doing the work. It's, yes. it's going to be worth it. Yes.
0: Thank you, Mark. All yeah. right. I'll- I'll, I'll see you next time.
1: Okay, sounds good.